Mixing It Up with the Fitness Community is a podcast created by Fitmix that introduces you to local health and fitness individuals along with their stories. Episode 10, Marisol Enriquez with Hot or Not Yoga. Marisol talks about what makes Hot or Not Yoga different from other studios in town, the changes she has seen in her students, and more. Hello, how are you today? Hi, Sarah, I'm great. Good. How are you? Good, thank you. Okay, so Hot or Not Yoga. Obviously, yeah. you're offering Hot or Not Yoga, but, but tell us a little bit more about your yoga studio. Yeah, so hot or not yoga, uh, we do offer heated and unheated yoga. People ask about that all the time. Uh, we offer heated yoga that's more of a static practice. It's traditionally known as the Bikram method, but we have taken a little bit of a different spin and created some modifications and a different attitude than the traditional Bikram method. And we call ours Hot 26. It's the same sequence of poses, but we approach it in a, a little bit kinder way for the human body. And then our non-heated classes are uh, a mixture of mobility yoga. So, you know, just creating some movement and strength and increased range of motion for people. And then we also have a traditional vinyasa flow. We offer some slow flow classes. We uh, offer yin yoga and restorative as well. So that is essentially the, in a nutshell, what hot or not yoga means. Cool. So the difference between the two, obviously is hot or not, but what's like the temperature difference? Yeah. So the hot classes are held at 105 degrees Fahrenheit and approximately 38 to 40% humidity. And then the unheated classes are regular room temperature, we have a really beautiful fan that kind of pulls some, some of the heat and humidity out of the room, even when uh, the room hasn't been heated prior. So we can let that temperature hover around 75 or 78 degrees. What would you say is the most beneficial kind of yoga for someone who maybe has like aches and pains in their body and they're turning to yoga to try to get rid of those? I would say that I would ask a few questions first. I would ask about their activity level currently. Mm -hmm. uh, I would ask about their age and whether or not they've been active in the past, as well as if they've got any known injuries or limitations. Uh, before I would direct them to a specific type of yoga. So we, we have a lot of people who have aches and pains who are athletic people and, for example, runners who would have aches and pains in their lower back, tightness in their um, legs, hamstrings, glutes, because the running just requires that uh, musculature to activate so frequently. Additionally, they've got pain in like their ankles, their feet, their lower legs. And I would recommend something a little bit different for them than I would for someone who say is mostly sedentary in an office job um, and hasn't really uh, exercised for a few years or more and is experiencing aches and pains because of the seated aspect of their day. So it really does depend on what's going on with them before I could make a recommendation for where they started. If it's someone who like reached out to me on email, I would ask those questions. And if they didn't really 
um, have a lot of forthcoming information from there, then I would say, you know, you could try any of our yin classes or restorative classes. Those would be really nice for addressing aches and pains. And I really like to get people into the mobility uh, classes as well, because that's a really great start, a sort of gentle easing in and exploring range of motion for the body before we kind of uh, dive into deep strengthening and more of the difficult poses. Very good. And aside from like the obvious physical benefits that people can reap from yoga, maybe what are some of the mental benefits people can um, get from coming to yoga classes like yours? Yeah. So one of the greatest things I think that people experience and I get to see in their faces uh, when they've completed a class or completed a succession of classes is that they feel empowered. Empowerment is a very important thing to feel in oneself and in one's body. It improves confidence. Additionally, we focus a lot, yoga practice in general focuses a lot on the breath and the breath work that we utilize can really help to create a sense of calm and peace. So people feeling empowered and energized from their activity, but also a mental and emotional calm and peace just gives them a better way to confront things like conflict that they might be dealing with or sort of manage their responses in response to things like conflict. And also just the mundane day-to-day things that could create boredom. In fact, instead, they might feel grateful for the pause instead of feeling like they have nothing to do. So it kind of gives a little bit of a shift of perspective, appreciation for the body, an empowerment feeling, confidence, as well as peace and calm. So there's just a whole array of really amazing benefits that a yoga practice can provide. Yeah, definitely. Going back to your yoga studio, how long have you guys been around here in Albuquerque? We uh, opened in October of 2015. So in October of 2020, we will be five years old. And how have you maybe like grown or changed over those last five years? Well, I think one of the biggest things is when you first sort of start a business, I think you have this idea of what the business is going to be, what the community is going to look like, what your schedule is going to look like, what your all of it's going to look like. You sort of have this idea and thought. And one of the most interesting things that I've um, learned over the years is that what it really, what really happens is when people start coming to the business, we start attracting certain communities of people and they are who actually form and create and build the heart of the studio itself. So we have in response to that shifted a little bit in the way of what kind of classes we offer, what times we're offering our approach to the business itself. For example, we've switched our business model a little bit from just being like a random, um, anybody can come anytime to Mm -hmm. shifting into a sort of, let me work with you as far as um, on a wellness consultation before we direct you to create success and achieve your specific goals. So it's a little bit more personal now. I would say we follow a little bit more of the boutique model, boutique business Mm -hmm. model, than we do the large studio model, but we're kind of a mix between. So that evolution for our business has been really cool to experience and really eye-opening. So It's essentially our customers and the people who are coming in are 
helping us shift into a place where we think that um, we should be. Very cool. Would you say that kind of personalized touch, that path that you put people on is what makes you unique? Yes, I would definitely say that for sure. Um, I don't know of many other studios who actually do that in-depth sort of one-on-one consultation before creating a specific plan for, for, for students to follow to achieve and then checking in throughout the process um, after like the two-week period, the 30-day period, the 60-day period, the 90-day, and continually after that. Yeah. And since, since making that transition into that kind of model, how have you seen your clients grow in yoga? Um, I've seen tremendous growth in their physical body, but also their physical bodies, I should say. Um, but also what, what they're, what I see when they're coming in. And even now that we're hosting virtual classes, there's a whole different level of dedication and tying it back to that empowerment aspect. People who come to the regular, the classes regularly, like um, at the same times, they have formed their own little communities of cross communication and support and they, they just help nurture each other. So what I've seen is that our nurturing has assisted their level of nurturing for themselves and for the other students within their classes and their communities as well. So, I mean, aside from the fact that they're getting stronger, they're getting more flexible, more capable, they're adding on extra activities outside of the yoga room. Um, they're starting to, to join our strength classes if that's what they're going to Um, Our older students are feeling way more empowered to go out and work in the yard, you know, things like that. We're just that level of nurturing, I think, really helps to, but it creates a connection as well so that, so that people feel um, open to tell us that they are growing in those ways outside of the studio. So aside from their physical growth, we also experience their external growth. That's wonderful. I love that. Yeah. Where do you see yourself going, um, hot or not yoga going? Like in the future, what does the future look like for you guys? Um, It's such an interesting thing to consider right now because because we're dealing with all of the closures due to the COVID-19. We are now implementing something that we wouldn't necessarily have thought to implement before, um, which is the virtual aspect of classes. So while our wellness consultations have created or have been held um, over the phone and via text and email. Sometimes they're not usually held virtually, uh, but we're now offering that and we can see via Zoom, we can see have a face-to-face conversation. So before someone even steps foot in the studio, they've already got a face to look for that's familiar that they can come in, which kind of breaks down some of the intimidation aspect of it. Um, so I, I think that perhaps, um, as we, as we grow further into the, into this year, we might begin implementing more of the virtual aspect in conjunction with the in-studio aspect and maybe even creating and offering a regular virtual membership or adding some virtual options to the existing memberships that we have. Very cool. So this you know, situation that we're dealing with right now is kind of a blessing in disguise. Yeah. You know, it's, I've heard that from a lot of people. We're uh, able to, in in our studio anyway, our studio community, they've um, created a different level of connection and yeah, it's a different focus on what their health really means to them. 
um, in the way of dealing with just the day-to-day that might be very different what, than their normal class, their normal days. So yeah, it, I, for me and for my community that I, that I hear anyway, is that this closure has really switched and created a different ability to take a different perspective on, on life, essentially, kind of a quieting down a deeper look and potentially a, a different way to emerge from all of it when we're able to resume our normal daily life. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Hopefully that's soon. Anything yeah. else that you'd like to add about your studio? Yeah, I, I want to say that our, our population of students is actually a little bit of an older crowd. And when I say older, I mean like over 40. I don't mean like 80. And I also don't mean that old is 40 (laughs) because that's not the case. But uh, I really love that we experience and have so many community members who are kind of reconnecting with their bodies after perhaps focusing on something different for a long time, for example, maybe their careers or their kids they were focused on, they're coming back to focusing on themselves and working to find empowerment and strength and dignity in themselves. And they're committed and they're dedicated and basically they're badasses in the yoga room. They're, they're really awesome. And I think that they just, they're, presence is really what makes our community what it is yeah what's your last question what's your favorite yoga pose one of my favorite yoga poses is something called triangle pose in the hot 26 series um it's a little bit different than the triangle pose in has in um sorry in vinyasa it's a combination sort of of warrior two and the triangle pose in vinyasa And it's just a very powerful pose that requires that you breathe, even though your heart rate is, can be really high. It's just a super, super strong kind of warrior sort of feeling when you come out of that pose, once you're done with it. So I, I really love that one. Awesome. Well, thank you, Marisol, so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you taking the time to speak with us about Hot or Not. Yes. Thank you so much for having me on and for doing the podcast. Of course. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the Mixing It Up with the Fitness Community podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Next week, I will take the reins over from Sarah and talk with the owners of Narguna Yoga, Kendra Rickert and Ben Kramer. They give us an insight into their personal journeys along with how the Narguna Yoga studio came to be.